The Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone podcast is brought to you by Evolve Health. Evolve Health believes that a healthy lifestyle should be simple. That's why they created the best natural, science-driven products that are simple, clean, and great tasting. Replace your bad habits with smart choices. Replace your current spending and save money. And you can get healthier and stay healthier with Evolve. The Evolve Reboot Program is designed to help your body address inflammation and leptin sensitivity naturally with the help of their convenient, nutritious products. The products, plus their healthy eating guidelines, help the body begin to lose fat for good. And with products geared towards performance and recovery, athletes love Evolve too. With the very best part of Evolve is their social and humanitarian aspect of their business platform. The Hope Movement, powered by Evolve's Buy One, Nourish Two initiative, is changing lives around the world. Needless to say, this is a company that Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone is very proud to be associated with. For more information, please visit the website, twofitcrazies.com, and click on the podcast sponsor tab at the top of the page. Christine Conti and Brian Prendergast and we are two fit crazies and a microphone. We are where it's at. Happy 2018. Okay, go ahead. Say it. 2000 and lean. I knew it. I knew it was coming. Happy new year, everybody. 2018. Oh my gosh. It's getting better. It's getting worse. (laughs) All right. So welcome. Welcome everyone. It is a new year. This is very exciting. We've made it to uh, another year on our podcast already, right? That's it. We're, yeah, we're, we're uh, the uh, toddlers. I love it. We have, we've got a poster or a banner, which has disappeared from the wall, I've now noticed. But we're going to be, you know, we're going to be uh, doing some great things this year. We're really excited. Um, so getting on and on with our episodes right now, we're going to hit 20 pretty soon. Yeah, this is That's 18. Exciting. Very exciting. We can vote. Oh, great. Right. Yeah. We're getting old. We're getting old and seasoned, or we're trying anyway. So with that said, um, we are just so excited to be here. New year, new, exciting things happening um, for everyone. New adventures. Adventures. That is absolutely... You're doing an Iron Man this year. (laughs) I'm... Yeah, I'm ready to throw up at this point. I'm like, okay, it is now 2018, and this summer, um, I'm going to be proving how insane I really am. So we'll see what happens. Hold on to that thought. Things are, uh, things are heating up. Um, some days I feel great. Some days I want to throw up and say, what am I doing here? Um, but you know what? Life is, uh, life is about taking chances and stepping outside your comfort zone. And um, I talked actually the other day about if you're not stepping outside your comfort zone, if you're not uncomfortable, you are not living. And when I was teaching, I used to tell my kids all the time that every day you should do something that makes you a little uncomfortable, whether it's even just raising your hand or go talk to that girl or guy that you, you know, you were afraid to talk to. What, what's the worst that can happen? Rejection? I mean, Brian, how many times have you been rejected in your life? <laughs> too many. Too many. Me too. Quite a few. Right. And yeah. you know what? The way that you handle rejection and failure makes you who you are. That's your character, I, I, right? I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, I... Uh... I, I was definitely somebody who shied away from anything that would make me feel uncomfortable. I wanted to stay on easy street and really have it be calm and cool and, and um, you know, with anything. And, um, you know, a lot of it was the environment that we grew up in and, and, and a lot of it was, uh, you know, not wanting to be teased or mocked or, you know, uh, I, hate, I love my older brother. But, man, sometimes I just wanted to stay off his radar, you know, and, and not put myself – in front of uh, in front of his, you know, mean spirited at times. He's better now. He's better, much better now. 
Uh, he'll listen to this for sure. Uh, but anyway, in school, in, in, you know, in things, and, and, you know, it was always just something where, you know, you could stay in the pocket and have everything be comfortable. That got me nowhere. That's, that's no fun. It was so boring. It's funny because you always think of, you know, it's, there's two choices in life of, you know, are you someone who, is it better to be talked about or not to talked about at all? And, yeah, you don't want to be talked about in a negative way, but I mean, it's even like celebrities or people in the news. I mean, we could go on and on or, or people in general, when you're not spoken about, you're forgotten about, you're not making it, making an impact or making a difference. And, you know, we hope that, you know, Brian and I and, and all of you guys listening are doing things that are positive, that people are talking about, wow, did you hear this person did this or did that? Um, that's really what we're talking about. And that brings me to real fast. Um, most of you know that I'm documenting my road to Ironman 2018 and some days I talk about, yeah, today was awesome. And the next day I'm like, I'm a failure. What am I doing? <laughs> and I think that that's something that all of us, you know, whether it's a journey to an Ironman or whether it's just daily life, whether you're in business, that it's just a roller coaster of emotions, a roller coaster of ups and downs in life. And that, you know, I want you to take this if you're following along that Maybe your Iron Man is just your business. Maybe your Iron Man is your relationship um, with your spouse or with your children or with your, anything. With your diet, with your fitness, with anything. Right. I heard it said, it's all weather. <laughs> it's weather. Yeah. Right? It comes, it goes. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, but it's come. Like, you know, you don't really have much control over it. Uh, there's, there's just things that happen. It's all weather. And it's the facts of life. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there, there you, you have, have the facts of the life. facts of life. I love it. That's right. Well, again, that plays in. <laughs> I love it. Some guys are Joe. Yeah. Some guys are Blair. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And there's a place for everybody. I like Joe. I love Mrs. Garrett. <laughs> she was great. She was like, what am I doing with these people? But she took a chance. She stepped outside her comfort zone to help those girls. See? Everything goes I have to back go back to and watch. I, I don't know if I still remember the whole premise. Why the hell were they with Mrs. Garrett in the first place? They were staying at a boarding school. Okay. And, oh, man. I did. I remember this. It's been so long. So they I, had parents? Some of them I thought had parents. Some of them were like orphan, but she was like their house mother. Okay. <sighs> it's <laughs> like, been a while. Where the hell are the parents, right? Why, right. Is, why well, is Mrs. Garrett... Yeah. Well, Blair's parents didn't really want her. They were just kind of like the, you know, the parents okay. that throw money at the kid and, uh-huh. you know, here you go. And, but yeah. Um, and Joe was Joe's like a, parents was like not a good scene. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And there yeah. was Tootie. But she could fix your car. Right. Tootie had her own issues. Yeah. Like, and, um, what was the other, her friend? Tootie's friend. What was her name? Natalie. 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 I was right there. Yeah. All right. And she, uh, she had her own issues. I don't remember what was happening with her. We're going to go back. I'll report back to you on that next time. Um, Blair was awful. Yeah. She was like mean girls. Yeah. Not my, not my kind of girl. Yeah. That she would, I don't know that she'd put up with like exercising <laughs> or running or anything not, you know, on your plant-based um, yeah. adventure. Yeah, right. Um, Mrs. Garrett, mix me up a bean salad. Oh my gosh. We got, yeah, some kiwa, right? So serve me up kiwa. Make sure that there's no oil and or, um, yeah, so that we haven't been podcasting for a while with the two of us. So things are getting a little nutty today. So here's where I was going with this Go. up and down, right? So we talk about New Year's. I'm, I'm doing this documentary because, um, I want, you know, everyone to see that life is not peaches and cream. And when you look at someone, sometimes the Facebook version of yourself is not really the actual version of yourself all the time. And if I could be my Facebook posts all the time, that'd be fantastic. Would be. Right? Like, oh, um, which is why I don't always post these, you know, beautifully made up makeup pictures of hair done. I mean, I don't know. I don't know when the last time I actually did my hair was. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but I was watching and I got tagged in a post last week from this guy, Brian Edwards. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I don't really know him. And someone had forwarded it to me and it said, you know, I'm, I'm doing a documentary and I signed up for this crazy race, a Spartan Ultra. Spartans, yeah. Something nuts. Like, don't sign me up for that. I'd rather, you know, again, do an Ironman than do that um, because it's all 
things where I feel like I'm going to break my leg jumping over something. It's pretty extreme. I think it it's, was like it was like twenty something miles. Or it was something like a, a full ski, marathon. A ski but you're up and down mountains and it, you know lots of obstacles. And he was saying, you know, I'm really stepping out of my comfort zone. And he had said, you know, he had seen my documentary going to Ironman and was like, I want to do this. I want to show people, you know, what you know. He'd seen what I'm doing and, and wanted to kind of emulate that and show people that hey, you can. You can do these things. Throw yourself out there. And he's going to document kind of what he's doing. And, and I reached out to him and I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, we'll get him maybe, you know, maybe we'll bring him in one day. Sure. Um, and talk about, you know, his journey because I know nothing about a Spartan ultra. The obstacle races and all those things. I know Spartan race and things I, like that, but an ultra is that. I ran, uh, I ran the Ragnar relay in Cape Cod, Cape Cod, uh, a couple uh, in April. And they had a few like – some of the guys – the guy who put our team together was a Spartan. You know, yeah. he, he competed in Spartans, and, and he was fit as could be uh, and a very good runner. And I you know, happened to be on the team. My brother was on his team, his brother-in-law, like, and they put all this whole team together. And they had a few extra spots, so he went on the Spartan uh, Facebook page. But they were all from Massachusetts. Yeah. So they, were all, they all asked me they, when I first met them. They were like, do you Spartan? You spotting, oh. and I didn't know what the hell they were talking about. They said spotting. Are you spotting? I didn't know what what the you know what I thought it was like a relay thing. I, I didn't know anything. I'm just here to run, dude. Yeah. Like yeah. And then like finally, I was like, oh, they're New Englanders, and that's how they say Spartan. <laughs> spotting. That's but that's they're probably big big guys are. But really they were fit. they were, were fit. Like, yeah. No, it was great. I, mean, I don't know. Was, I'll run as fast as you want me to, they, sir. They yes, were sir. very ambitious, and and the Ragnar relay, which is you know three runs and. About twenty four hours was uh, was right up their alley. They were uh, they were game. It They're almost fun. like the Navy SEALs of some of the races. I feel like some of the Spartan and the Ultra. That's what it right. kind of reminds me of. Like you're doing these obstacles. You're in the you're going up and down mountains. It's kind of dangerous. Like, right. You you go for it with with perhaps a little bit of an attitude of a CrossFitter. Right. Like oh you don't Spartan. The CrossFitters don't I got run a little usually bit of though. Yeah, but the attitude. Oh. Oh, so we'll see. Well, I, I say that marathoners and you know definitely triathletes yeah. have that attitude of, oh, oh, you've never done this before. Oh, yeah. you need a this and this and this and this and this, and if not, you're gonna die. <laughs> see, I don't see that. I definitely see that from the triathletes. I don't know. Maybe this is just the runner in me that's like, we're we're perfect. What are you talking about? We don't do any of that stuff. Another good story. Not an elitist. Speaking of, go. A, I'm still looking for a bike. B, um, I met, and we talked about this a while ago, um, when I did the um, the Jersey Try over the summer, and I thought I was going to die in the ocean. Um, I think I told the story of how they have angels, like right. angel swimmers, and um, you know, my dad's name was Bob, and I met this guy, and it was like, oh my gosh, I'll totally you know, look out for you and watch over you, make sure you don't drown. And, and I was like, oh, my name's Christine, and he's like, I'm Angel Bob, and I was like... <gasps> <laughs> um, but it was really great. It was a really great story. So after the race, um, he, you know, I came up and I quickly told him the story, not to freak him out. But he was also like a Notre Dame grad, which was like my, you know, my grandfather, my family had gone there, and it was just really cool. So I stayed in touch with them and actually had coffee with Angel Bob on Tuesday, which was really cool because Angel Bob just so happened to also have done Lake Placid Ironman. And I said, you know, and we met and he gave me literally the best advice. He talked me off the edge a little bit because he is not someone who was, you know, ultra, you know, a triathlete, so to say, grew up doing this. And, and he pretty much was like, you know what? You're going to do the best you can. The swim is such a small, minute part of this, you know, get, just get the wetsuit, get the bike. You don't need to have this ultra $8 billion bike to, he goes, you know what? The hills in Lake Placid or the mountains, it doesn't matter if your bike's 15 grand or you got a $400 bike, you're going to get up the hill and get down it just as fast. That's right. Um, so that was kind of interesting. I like that. Um, and then really the only thing, and again, there was some awesome advice that he gave and he said that he would do some training runs, some um, open swims with me and, and whatnot. But cool. uh, he had said, you know what, the worst, the very worst thing that could happen, Christine, is that you could die. <laughs> Angel Bob. So that was awesome. Um, and I had said, you know, my mom actually wants to come up because, like, I actually do think there's a part of her that thinks that I'm going to die. 
<laughs> Angel Bob also said that I'm not going to die, but he said that that's the absolute worst thing that could possibly happen. So yeah. and we got that going for us, which is... That's any day, though. Which is... Right. You could step outside and get hit by a bus. Right. The old famous, uh, you know, quote in sports is like, you know, his injury is day to day. And he says, yeah, he's day to day. And he says, and the other guy says, and aren't we all? Right. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. It's true. It really is true. You got to take every day for what it's worth. And I always say, I just play the odds. Today's not a good day for dying. I go, I fly in airplanes all the time. People are like, oh my gosh, the weather. I'm like, you know what? We're not crashing guys because I'm not dying today. So today's not a good day. So I never, I never fear flying or anything else because I know that it's not my time yet. I'll let you know when I get nervous, but not my time. <laughs> we had a good show last time. Yes, please let's a, recap. No, a little on. bit, a little little audio issue. To be honest with you, not only am I the co-host of Two Fit Crazies and a microphone, but I'm also the uh, the engineer, tech, and the uh, producer <laughs> of the show. I bring the talent. No, 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 Christine. <laughs> we just set up the mics and and and, and just have them ready. We got a hot mic for you, Christine. You go. I literally but, uh, run in here and I'm like, we're good. We're here. Let's do it. We had the amazing Phoenix Carnavali, who was fantastic. I mean, talented as could be and just super exciting. To, you know, she's energetic about life and, and talking martial arts and her experience and everything. Uh, but unfortunately, we had a shitty uh, Skype connection, I believe. I think it was. I'm not sure exactly what it was, but uh, I, the content was just so good for me not to mm-hmm. post, though. So. We appreciate you if you did listen to it, just to bear with us and uh, appreciate it for what it is because she was amazing. And we'll get her on again. We'll get her on with a clear connection. We're evolving. So, yeah. you, you know, bear with us. We've got, this is, we're still babies in this. This is our infancy period. And sometimes we walk and sometimes we fall on our face and it happens sometimes. But I think I posted this online that if anyone could kick my ass, I believe that Phoenix <laughs> Carnival could definitely kick my ass. She's 5-0. and oh. I run fast, so she's got to catch me. But with her background, she definitely... the the One of the coolest things that she was saying was, you know, with fighting, I've never been hit in the face. So everyone's like, oh, good. I'll be the first one. All right. So um, she was saying, you know, when, they're, when you're fighting, and I've talked to a lot of people that... Biggest thing is a punch, a, a fist is coming at your face. You got to keep your eyes open, 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 and watch it hit you. And hopefully, it's not, mm-hmm. but it happens. You got to watch that punch or watch that fist hit you in the face because otherwise, more punches are coming if you close. Right. And but you got to you got to be able to look and see where you're going to counter. Holy moly! And what's going to happen next? It's all yeah. She's got some cool stuff going on, and again, as a as a commentator, and just the knowledge that she brought is just amazing. So definitely check her out. Definitely, um, and I put links to to all of her information. And what I did is I got caught up in her YouTube page. Uh, you know, while I was posting that link, I just ended up there, and it was you know the sucks rabbit you hole. In. Yeah, it sucked mm-hmm. me in. I was on it for a long time. She's got great stuff, so uh, we're, we were happy to have her, uh, regardless of of how the audio actually sounded. And like in said, fighting shape is her um, podcast. podcast. So definitely, if you're right after you listen to Two Fit Crazies in a microphone, head on over to In Fighting Shape because it's pretty awesome, and you'll hear a lot of people. I think that. You know, she interviews a lot of people you may know, um, you know, from athletes to comedians to some, you know, actors and just, again, fitness folks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So it definitely ties in. If you like, you know, our content and what we're bringing to you, you're going to find some um, some interesting content in there as well. So with that, we have been meaning to talk to you about the holidays and about, um, you know, some really great and useful functional information to really keep you on track um, because sometimes you get sucked into bad habits over the holidays. I know that for myself, you're not maybe eating correctly. You're not sleeping the same way. Your your regular schedule is thrown off. And I had 13 house guests for a couple of days in my house. <laughs> I was literally Fruit Loops like, hey guys, I have to go run an errand. Literally go to the gym and come back an hour and a half later like, oh, I got the milk. Here it is. Um, I milked the cow in Pennsylvania and I came back. Um, but it really, for me, it really flares up my RA. It's a really big deal. The holidays, I'd like to say they're not stressful, but they are. When your your whole schedule gets thrown off and it's inevitable. You're shopping. There's the elf. There's Santa. Oh, it's there's parties. Pressure. It's the it's, food yeah. alone. You're not eating that type of stuff the rest of the year, no. and you feel bad because you you know people bring you things and you you know there's special de- special meals that are like 
tradition. Yeah, or you just get caught tradition. up with that sugar cycle. You have sugar one day, and the next day you're having more sugar. You know, and it's just like that that ongoing thing. That that happens for me for real. Mine's a salt. Salt, sure. Oh, my gosh. I actually noticed that you started pointing out your inflammation in your hands during your Ironman uh, posts, mm-hmm. and you know, and I and I and it was you know it was between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and yep. I and I knew you know, and I was just wondering that. I wonder like what what those what was causing those flare ups. You act, I actually always pointed to weather changes sometimes. in weather, sometimes mm-hmm. all those things. I always look at things from my perspective as diet. What's yep. changed there? You know, is it healthy? Maybe you're drinking a little bit more or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you have, were or weren't. Um, but, you know, I, I, I just think that, you know, I was, I was wondering. I was like, I wonder if any of those changes. And then obviously stress. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, stress really brings on um, those autoimmunes pretty, you know, significantly, probably more than anything. Um, but you know, the food is stress, you know, if you put stressful foods or, or, or bo- foods that cause your body to stress, um, you know, it might cause a flare up. So that was one thing that I definitely was seeing in your posts mm-hmm. and wondering, you know, if you ever like journal or anything, yeah, like there's keep track of what you absolute eat. Yeah. connection. And, um, I want to just say to our, you know, our listeners as well, I'm talking about RA specifically, any autoimmune or any sort of, you know, disease or whatnot that you have, usually that stress, that lack of sleeping, the increase of sugar, increase of salt, that extra stress will flare up whatever it is you're going through, whether it's pains or aches or things like that. Um, 100%. And that's, you know, we're talking about, you know, kind of getting on track and, you know, what can you do to prevent this and to, you know, get back into your you know, your good lifestyle, good healthy lifestyle, because we don't like to say diet because diets don't last. Those are fads. Um, but it's very interesting. My sister, Julie, um, was visiting from Chicago. She's my older sister and she also has RA, which she got, um, she's about 12 years older than I am, but got diagnosed only a few years ago. Um, so she's quite a few years behind me on the diagnosis, even though I'm younger. And she was saying to me, she's like, oh, it's so bad. I'm in so much pain. And she actually recently went back to work this year after being off for about 15 years. She had her kids. And so she finally went back to work full time and with traveling. And she's like, you know what? I'm stressed out because of work and I'm not eating as well. And I'm not getting to the gym as much. And it's so bad. And, but I feel like I deserve to, you know, eat some good foods or have my wine or this and that sometimes. And I'm like, well, then you're sabotaging yourself. Right. I said, so we make your choices. So I really don't want to hear you bitch if you're not going to go work out and move because you're in pain, but then you're not going to not have your wine or your, or you want your cheesecake for breakfast, whatever. <laughs> um, right. I would, I would it's say it's hard. It's a hard conversation because I want to be empathetic, but I also am like, <sighs> the health coach in me here is good food. I want to enjoy my good food. And the mm-hmm. health coach in, in me says, Define good. Right. Right? Taste. It's a taste and it's psychological because you have been either eating that or you associate it with a certain right. celebratory event and it's hard. It's uh, it's definitely, you know, it's definitely a, a tough, a tough place to be I in. I have a ton of fun with like things like that and I deserve and mm-hmm. entitled to and things like that. You know, I'm I entitled. I worked hard yeah, so I get to. I'm, yeah, yeah. I have, uh, you know, it's always something that once we kind of crack that that egg and and get in there, um, you know, people really kind of see that they're entitled to do things that are going to make them feel good, and really nothing else. I, I mean, there are some things, you know, it's tough for me to say because people feel like they have the right to indulge, and and that's what the- about the when you're young? Hey, you had a great concert, you had a great, you know, um, report card. Let's go out for ice cream, right? go to friendlies or yeah. whatever or even in diet you know or, or whatever the cheat meal or the cheat i hate you know, that i hate can we it. talk about I this hate, for let's a second do it let's go this really upsets me <laughs> pisses me off okay so let's talk about this first of all um new year and again the things we're talking about everything we've said today all kind of is culminating into where we're going and this is it's a new year and we hear oh diet this that every single january and brian and i probably want to bash our heads against the wall right. because the gyms enough. are the gyms are more full you see the internet memes you see all that stuff that's great that's yeah. great the gyms are more full fantastic that's great that you guys are putting on challenges and transformation things and 
that's great. I love it. I love the support groups. We're all about it. However, you can't just do it for a short amount of time. You can't just say, I'm going to eat good for five days and then have a cheat meal. I've I, earned this uh, shit. Right. I've earned this these eight pina coladas. Um, I was watching, this is so ridiculous. The, the infomercials I watch sometimes or see in magazines. One was, it doesn't matter. This was the new, new research I saw the other day. It doesn't matter what you eat. You can eat as much as you want for whatever you want, but it can only be between 8 a.m. and 4 p.m. And then no more eating. <laughs> and then you just put your body and it recovers. And I'm like, Wait, what? It's like an intermittent fa- intermittent fasting type of thing. I'm like, okay, that's that's called eating disorder all over it. Someone today I was just talking <laughs> to was starving, like, but yeah. it's six o'clock at night. Right. Someone today was like, oh, I want to go get something to eat, but I can't eat until two p.m. And I'm like, it's it's eleven a.m. You you're hungry now. You can't eat until two. Like, wh- it, do you have little elves that come and slap the food out of your hands? How does this work? Do, is this is this realistic? So, what upsets you about cheat meals? Because this I, the whole the whole logic behind it. Oh my god! I mean, just you know, I've done so much good. I deserve some bad. Right. I've been so good, and I you know everything has been positive, 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 positive. I it's now time for my negative. I deserve this cocaine. <laughs> like that's well, how I feel. Like it's yeah. like something so negative. There's the extreme, obviously, yeah. but like. But yeah, but but you you think about it like the reward is a negative, right? Right. So you know maybe maybe we rephrase it. It's cheat meal. Maybe it is becomes a reward meal. So that way we can at least put some sort of positive spin on it. But the fact that it is there, you know, as a milestone to to get to, uh, is 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 doesn't make much logic. You know, it doesn't. It's not. It doesn't make much sense to me. And really, when you know nothing entitles you to to mistreat yourself. Right. Right. Nothing. You don't get to a certain point where you're like, I've done so great, you know, that I can now do this. It it just, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. It's, it's working backwards. So what do you do that? Like, what do we tell people then if, you know, Hey, I worked hard and how do we replace the cheat meal? Is it, I mean, people still want to have that dessert or whatnot or right and they like it and it's something that they may you know they call it they call it the comfort or they call Mm -hmm. it you know like a you know a way that they can kind of just um you know something that they really enjoy you know and i just try and get them away from that and just say you know what tastes good that that can be they can replace that what's what's something that's a little bit more healthy uh you know i I try and get them to freeze fruit and then have it melt a little bit and it tastes very much like sherbet or ice cream or italian ice or something like that you know we can kind of do some of these things where you're not just like you know throwing the baby out with the bathwater right. here in order to, you know, just satisfy that need that you've sacrificed so much, you know, like you've given it all up. I said, you haven't really given up that much to the point where, you know, you can, you need it so bad. You know, like it's not, you're not in jail. Right. Right. You know, you know, it's not like you're going to go and you're going to see like a second of sunshine, you know, for the first time in a week. You know, it's it's really like you're not in Shawshank. You're actually getting coming out of Shawshank prison. Right. Right. You know, so like that stuff is the stuff that you're trying to avoid. So it's just it's just that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I I just think that, you know, like the, the reward for doing good should be more good. Right. I always think instead of the idea of cheat i hate that word i don't know why cheat because you should not cheat on things you should cheat on people i don't even like talking about weight loss right because it's a loss it's a negative spin on things it's it's like we kind of look at things like like getting fit right Right. getting fit as opposed to weight loss the negative get rid of the the negative speak as you know when it's funny because um we talk about getting rid of that that negative get rid of um don't do that or don't quit i actually don't say don't quit I, I always keep it positive. Keep it's going. all it's all psychology. Yeah. Like I I need you to do this. Yeah. You got this. Yes, you can. As opposed to stop dogging it. Don't. Oh sure. You know. No no no. That that's just um, yeah. I mean that is uh, it's just positive reinforcement. It's just you know it's like even with my kids. You know, 
you know, you can be better, you know, you know, or you, you know, you, you know, let's, let's do, let's try this, let's do this, you know, instead of saying no, let's, you know, at least say try first and all those You're things. You're better than this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hell's the matter with you? Uh, after the holidays and spending a whole lot of time in the household with all the kids who are off school, a uh, little, yeah, a little more stress. But no, I mean, it, it, it's really like, what do we want? Where are we going? Mm-hmm. How is this meal going to, you know, whatever it is, you know, we're going to, you just went to the gym for five days in a row. So now you get to go to the cheesecake factory, like, you know, and, and it, it just doesn't really evolve. It doesn't really put you forward. It's not a step forward. It's a step backwards. I don't see how it has any place in anything, you know, maybe to reset the mind. I don't think so. I think that once, you know, especially with things like sugar, if, you know, sugar is the main problem and you've now gone several days without it. And, you know, you've gotten off that psychological dependency or, you know, the physical dependency or whatever it may be, you know, to, to, to say, like, you really don't need it. You just prove that you just don't right. need it for however many days. Now you're going to bring it back in, potentially fire up the, you know, the reaction that you have to, to any of that stuff and and have it now be back in the fold, you know, into the mix. I, I just don't see it. Uh, you know, I just don't see how, you know, it's not like exercise where, you know, I can go two days rather hard and then take a day of rest or recovery. Mm-hmm. That's not rest and recovery. That's not healing. It's, it's a step backwards. I think too, um, I've said this to people though before that with, you know, with the holidays and whatnot and with a new year, many times, you know, with thank, well, you get hit up with, um, Halloween and then Thanksgiving and then right into, you know, a full week of literally celebration Christmas and New Year's and, you know, whether it's, you know, even you're celebrating Hanukkah or anything else, it's still lumped in there. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, I even tell people stop beating yourself up. I mean, on the flip side of this, people come during the holidays and they're, they're like, oh my gosh, what have I done in the last month? And, and I said, all right, let's stop with the negative. Life is a cycle. Life is a cycle. I said, and you can only do the best that you can do. I said, you're not always going to make the perfect choices. Um, we hope that you do. We hope you get rid of this whole idea of a cheat meal. And But you know what? A lot of people work in cycles. They, they work hard because they look forward to that as a prize almost. And then it propels them to the next week. So again, even though it might not be the best idea, it's something that I totally get it psychologically. I totally sure. get why people do it. The same thing why... How much of it is a requirement though? How much of it is, is really what actually needs to be done and how much of it is what's sold? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've kind of been sold this idea of, you know, it's it's a it's just a way of having it both ways, having your cake and mm-hmm. eating it too, I guess is a, is a yeah. you know, like, uh, you know, if you want to make changes, you really have to make changes, right? You can't make changes and, and have it say, Oh, I've, I, you know, I'm just going to do this, this one day. I mean, look, I, I, I don't talk about it all that much, but you know, if I put it into my arena, which is, you know, I'm in recovery, I've, I've been in recovery for a long time, but over 10 years and, you know, it's not like, oh, I've done so great. I've done so great. I've been so good for like three years. I deserve a yeah, drink. Yeah, totally fine. <laughs> you know, it's like, it, the, the, so maybe from my standpoint, I, I don't know, it doesn't make much sense. Uh, and, and it's just, you know, one of those things like, you know, that's not going to do good. That That's not good for anybody. Right. right? So, you know, if we're going to be healthy and we're going to do the right thing, you're not going to fall off a cliff if you continue to be healthy. Right. Right. You're not going to continue to, you know, you might fall off a cliff if you, can, if you continue to go back to the old ways. I don't know. I just think it's it's definitely one of those things that we have to navigate. When I work with people, you know, we, we get to that point where they can at least acknowledge mm-hmm. where they are with things and, and just feel, feel really more than anything. Feel when things like that are coming on. See it for what it is. Understand that it's not a requirement for them to go out and do whatever, chocolate, drink, or smoke a cigarette, mm-hmm. or, you know, all these things will always kind of be there, um, you know, and, and not see it as a reward, as a positive thing, and see it for exactly what it is, which is a hindrance to getting what you really want out of this whole thing. And the big problem sometimes lies in the fact that your life and your social circle and your family may revolve around those things and especially with the holidays holidays or let's talk about we had a snow day we had like a blizzard here there's like 50 <laughs> mile an hour wind it's like 10 degrees like without the windshield it's like you know like five below with the windshield 
And, you know, I'm looking at, I never really paid attention to this before, but yesterday on social media, everyone, it's the middle of the day. And of course, you know, I'm not teaching now, so it doesn't matter if it's a snow day. Like I'm still at the grind at my computer for four hours, like posting live workouts, like still, you know, put myself out there. But all these people are posting their pictures of their drinks and it's like 2 p.m. And I'm like, wait, it never really kind of. You know, oh, here's what I do for a snow day. Like I, I eat the- soda and like cheese doodles and I'm day drinking. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like where have I been? Like I, I never even, I guess I never even. Um, it's the association with put those it together. things. Yeah. Um, and many times you go and, and your family, you're, I mean, my family was a couple visiting for, you know, 13 people in my house. Like you're, whew, there's. There's some wine bottles that were yeah. that were open in my house for everyone. To you were putting just, you were putting recyclings in the neighbor's uh, bin you know, just so you didn't look. A little something, something in everyone's glass, so they're all calm. I don't know, um, but it's interesting because you have those associations. What if you know for girl for ladies sometimes girls' night, right? It, ladies go out, they meet at a bar or they meet at someone's house. You know, normally you know people will have a glass of wine in their hands, and you're kind of you're that outcast and maybe you don't you know brian with i'm not like fun of you but out of love i'm like brian what'd you eat for thanksgiving with your plant-based diet oh absolutely it's you know again if you're only around people who like ribs yeah and chicken wings again that's gonna be a different you know again how much of it is actually real right and how much of it is is are things that are sold to you or societal expectations Mm -hmm. or or environmental expectations are associated with these certain things. Like people associate a snowstorm with, uh, you know, eating crap, uh, eating crap and, and, and drinking around. because that's what you do. And, you know, yes or no. I mean, you can or do filming it. workout videos in your basement. I, I mean, mean, either one. It really is one of those. Yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> An hour long of uh, Christine Conti fitness. I love it. Well, I, we're it's going to go up on our site very soon. For, stay tuned. Uh, <laughs> But no, I mean, it's, it's actually one of the things that I learned very early in recovery was that, you know, these these things that we associate with other things are all bullshit. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I can go to a sporting event or a concert and not, you know, and not drink. Not drink and that yeah. was that was one of the things, you know, not only not drink, but remember it after the show, you know, like like, you know, <laughs> hey, they actually concerts had a and, game yeah. and people sang concerts and sporting know? events are better these days, no doubt. <laughs> uh and, and, you know, really we associate all these things. And one of the things that we associate with really doing very well in our diets is that cheat meal. Oh, it's time, you know, it's the calendar turns, it's Saturday or it's Friday night and all these things. And, and I always use, you know, kind of put things in terms of like, is it going to heal you? Or is it going to harm you? Mm-hmm. You know, is it, is it positive or negative? Is it, I hate good and bad, but you know, it's kind of the same thing. Uh, but you know, really when it comes to food, is this food going to heal me or is it going to harm me? You know, hurt me, heal me or hurt me mm-hmm. uh, are two things, you know, and I have them do some things in their head, you know, like it, uh, there's two buckets. One looks very pretty and beautiful and you'd put flowers in it. And then the other one looks like it's off of a fishing boat with like, you know, nasty, dirty, you know, thing, which, you know, which one are you eating out of? You know, which, which one are you going to choose? Which, where does that food go? Does it go in the, in the bucket that you wouldn't nearly want to? you know, put into your body or is it the one in, yeah, is it, or is it the one that, you know, I should change that. I should make it like a basket. Is it in the good basket or the bad basket? But you know, it's, it's a visual thing. So you can kind of look at it and say, ah, you know, not today. I'm going to choose this. Right. I want, I want, you know, rainbows and unicorns. And that's because that's, you know, what's going to make me feel a little bit better. But all those things that, that we associate with certain occasions, um, you know, I see, I, I mean, I see crazy shit now. I see parents pulling around like, like their kids at Halloween in wagons drinking because Do you it's, know that I've never seen that before in my life before I moved to the Jersey shore. It makes me crazy. Ever. I didn't know that existed. It, maybe I'm like, you know, a little upper echelon or whatever, where I grew up on Long Island, but that didn't ever happen. He's saying you're better than me. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't think so. However, I moved here and the first I didn't have um, I didn't have kids yet when we first moved here, and all of our neighbors were out. It, this is a different neighborhood that I live now. All our neighbors are out with red radio flyer wagons with big coolers on the back. It makes they're me little crazy. Kids, little, first of all, how dangerous is anyway. Little um, their kids in costume as they're walking around with their red radio flyer cup, like red turbo cup, right? Anyway, right. solo cups, 
And I'm like, oh my God. I remember I call my sister. This is the older sister I have. And I go, Julie, you're never going to believe this. <laughs> it's I was a like, this is nuts. And she goes, oh, you didn't know about this? She goes, well, in our neighborhood, the parents carry around wine glasses. And whenever the kids trick or treat, everyone fills their wine glasses when you go to the door. It's like adult trick or treat. I'm like, what? I'm like, she's like, yeah, where have you been? I'm like, I don't know, educating myself at school and working. Right. Like maybe I missed this, but I mean, look, she's I'm, like, you didn't have kids yet. You didn't get it. I'm, I'm like, no prude, right? I'm not. I'm no prude. <laughs> That's great. To me, it's just you know, it 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 makes the event something that it's not. You know, it's not a, an adult party. It's a kids party. It's Halloween. You know, and I see it the same thing. I saw uh, somebody posted the other day about there was like a holiday hayride. You know, with Santa there, and and all the adults were were you know, bombed and had kegs on yeah kids birthdays i'm not really about having alcohol at kids birthdays like right. i just there's something you know that i just i'm like right doesn't sit right but get, again that's back to like a little bit of that entitled thing or right? social like, like or, yeah know. or like that just like you know i'm entitled to this like yeah you know i i say it all the time and and this is you know something that's definitely my thought and it's my belief and it's something that i say for myself like the second i have children I'm entitled to nothing. I'm entitled to one thing, and that's taking care of my kids, mm-hmm. right? I'm not entitled to anything. I'm not entitled to a night out. I'm not entitled to, you know, anything. I'm entitled to take care of them. End of story, mm-hmm. right? I'm not, you know, like me time and vacations without them and all that stuff. Me, personally, I mean, I would love to do all those things, but I'm not it, – it's not – a requirement again for me the only thing that my job in life now is to raise my children and and that's it you know everything else comes after that and everything else kind of is for that whether it's, it's such a short time that even you know it's almost like high school where you're like wow this is i'm gonna be in here for a while and then you're like wow that was quick right and it's the same thing i mean our kids are still living in our house right. with us but it's gonna be like so yeah so quick and they're gonna be gone and we're gonna be back to you know you can take more time to be be to be yeah. literally yeah yeah, be. yeah absolutely you know um, by that time hopefully you set them up in a way that that they've that they've uh you know can stand on their own two feet but yeah I, I never looked at it like you know all right it's halloween party time here we go this is for me unless it's an adult part adult yeah, halloween course. party but still it's of course but you're the people you keep and i have to say um this year every year over um, Christmas, my birthday and my anniversary on the same day. So my husband and I used to, you know, Footloose Fancy Free, we used to go away. We'd go, you know, when it was just us and you know, we had money um, before the kids, <laughs> and, um, before I decided to go on a crazy adventure of my work. But um, we would go away. And now what we do is we wind up just going for one night to New York City. And this year, thank you, Michael's friend who hooked us up with a room so we could swing it um, in New York. But instead of, um, you know, especially with the health stuff and the journey I'm on as well with getting healthy and like what Brian said, um, you know, treating things as, a, as an award or just changing the way you look at things. For me, I'm not, I really, I'm not about going out and bar hopping all night or staying up all night. And, and I know how awful it makes me feel yeah. because I have a direct, if I drink, I feel terrible. If I have this alcohol, I blow up. Not saying, you know, I still have my red wine or whatnot, but anytime I overdo anything, whether it's alcohol or salt or sugar or whatever, it negatively affects me. So my husband, the supporter he is, who cooked broccoli and tofu and kiwa, who's like totally cleaning <laughs> things up for me, which I think hell just froze over, hence the snowstorm here, has really been helping me and been a supporter. And he, instead of, you know, planning this like bar hopping or whatever else in New York, he booked us seats at Soul Cycle. As, you know, we get in, we check in, we go to Soul Cycle, and then we come out, you know, we went to dinner. It was a nice evening of not, you know, debauchery and craziness, but it was wonderful. Um, and you know what? I got up the next morning and I felt great. Yeah. And it was like, this is awesome. But you're putting yourself in situations that are going to either support you or hinder you. And had it been, hey, yeah, let's meet a bunch of friends in the city, it, that's not the situation. And I told him ahead of time, that's really not what I can do anymore. Yeah. I, I can't. And I don't want to. And really, it's reaching that point in your mind of, I'm going to do this. Just like you could say, hey, I'm going to go on a diet. That's great. But unless you have the mindset of, hey, I'm going to go on a lifestyle journey, it's totally different than a diet. A diet is, 
very finite and something that's a lifestyle is infinite. And, you know, hopefully Brian and I are getting you to just think a little differently about, you know, food in a way where we're not telling you do this, do that. You can't, there is no can't. It's a, what can you do? What tweaks can you make, whether they be little or, you know, just something once a week, you maybe switch out your, I don't know, your mocha frappolata, frappa double <laughs> chino with whipped cream to Tur- turbo. a tea. I mean, once a week, let's take baby steps, people. Um, because again, life is not about starvation. It's not about restricting certain things. It's about digestion. It's about your gut health, right? Because you digest food better. It's going to speed up the metabolism. It will, you know, make you healthier because those foods that help with digestion tend to be healthy foods. Help me out here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it, I tend to, I look at people think, you know, with people and I say, let's just start first with eliminating the processed foods. We talked about this on the podcast before. I think it was episode two. What what the the food, food? what the food, Uh, you know, and it was, uh, it's like, if I say, if you come into my office and we sit down and say, and I say, here's what you have to do. You have to be this, you have to do this. You have to, you know, this is your new diet. You're going to count calories. You're going to. Um, you know, keep everything clean and this is what I want you to eat for in AM on Monday and here's your mid morning snack and here's your lunch and here's your mid afternoon snack and here's you know, whatever. Or you're not eating any food from eight you know, only eating food from eight till four, whatever all those things. It doesn't work. This is it's, disordered. This is disordered eating on whatever level you want to say. Yeah. That's what that seems there's, like to you me. Know, there, I don't there's, know. There's definitely science behind intermittent fasting and, right. and, and things like that. And, and, and people are very successful. Is there successful longevity in that though? I can't see that well, that's as the thing. a... No, no, no. Well, that's the thing. It's it, When it becomes so rigid, it doesn't necessarily uh, hold. Um, so removing processed foods, removing all that stuff. If we can start there and really you know, make a solid attempt to, to do that and get it out of the way and eat fresh foods, eat whole foods, eat, you know, things that grow uh, from plants and, and, and things like that, or, you know, even not even getting into meat versus no meat or anything like that, just really eliminating the shit that you put in your body. Then we can kind of move on. And from there, it'll evolve. It'll go, you know, one of few ways. Not everybody wants to go entirely plant-based and not everybody wants to, you know, some people do, uh, you know, so we kind of just take it as it comes, but step one, square one, new year's day, whatever, all your resolutions, you know, you're going to remove all your carbs or you're going to re, you know, eat, you know, up the protein and, and, you know, high protein, high fats, all those things. Like we can kind of get where we're going just by taking that first step, right? Drink more water, reduce the shit. And from there, you know, it, it comes in and people really will see some satisfaction from that. They'll see some results from that. They'll probably feel better from that, especially coming off of everything that's gone on in the holidays. I call it the Bermuda Triangle. Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's is yeah. the Bermuda Triangle. You have to survive it. Yeah. Survive the yeah, Bermuda those are, Triangle. Those are some uncharted waters there, you know. You never know what's going to happen. So, you know, if, if you can do that and, and you know, and, and the same thing too. People will say, you know, it's New Year's Day. I'm going to the gym. I'm going to go to the gym every day, and you know this is going to be my whole new life. It's like no, it's not really going to work that way. And if you do try and do it that way, you know it's it's going to be. If you're starting from scratch, it's going to you you know you're you're really going to run into either fatigue or just burnout or 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 you know you, uh, you miss a day and then you miss two like and then it's done. You lose the passion. You lose that that yeah. focus. I so guess. we you know the things that I always focus on is is eating well as opposed to dieting, right? If you can eat really well, which is part of it's removing the the shit, and the other part is is putting in good foods. And call- one at a time, I would even say that it's don't for someone who's like. Oh my gosh, remove all the processed food. How about we start with one swap? Right. Just one thing. That's why and I call then, it sugar-free. If right. you can go sugar-free and you can really one look thing at, at things a time. and get away from snacks and all that stuff because then maybe, you know, you'll still have some of the pretz- Even a trade a Pop-Tart for a banana. That's I mean, I'm start real basic sure. right here. Trade the muffin. That's for the what banana. I put on Dad's What's Up uh, page. I said, "You know what? Get I it. said here <laughs> get it. Make your next meal a good one." Whatever it is, the next one, whatever's coming next, just do the next right thing. 
you know, and if you do the next right thing, the next right thing happens. And then you can do the next right thing after that. And it's just kind of, I, t- I have two rules in my, in my house, right? For my kids. And it's like, they're very vague <laughs> rules and they're not like, it's not like I'm a ruler of any sort, but it's, it's be a good listener and make good choices. And if you can do those two things, like everything else, it covers everything. Like cleaning your room. Like be a good listener. I need you to do this. Go ahead and do it, you know, and then make good choices. Not being a good listener is not a good choice. I guess we could just make it, make good choices, but you know, be a good listener, make good choices. So like, you know, that way they kind of puts things on people's radar. My kids, myself included, puts it on the radar that, you know, everything is a choice. Everything comes down Mm -hmm. to making a choice. Make the good one, right? Make the one that's right. You know, if whether it's coming off of a menu or you're cooking it yourself or you're putting it in your shopping cart or you know you're you're thinking about um exercising you know it's not a good idea to start with 200 pound bench press if you haven't bench pressed in, in a long long time don't right? sign up for a marathon That's if you've a, never run a mile exactly just baby steps life is a marathon or an ironman or an ultra Right. It's right. not a sprint. Or 10 burpees in the snow. Right. Exactly. I got challenged to the Slurpee um, yesterday in the gigantic snowstorm. And of course, I was like the last person to be challenged. I didn't see it until the end. And everyone else um, had done this that was, you know, coaching with me. And I see it and I'm like, oh, damn it. Because again, it's a challenge. It's raising awareness. It's getting people inspired, excited about stuff. So I put my Wonder Woman costume on and went outside and did my 10 burpees face down in the snow. It was the most traumatizing thing I did yesterday, but it's done. It's and on the two fit crazy pace, uh, Facebook it's page. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I had said to everyone, I'm like, so if I post this, I said, I think everyone needs to go to my crowd rise page for <laughs> Iron Man 2018 in Lake Placid and donate a dollar. dollar. You're welcome for that, that minute of, Oh man, that was cold. She went to my Facebook page, the Dad's What's Up page, and <laughs> said, did. "All right, Dad's What's Up. I think I need you all to do ten burpees like me." And uh, my response was, uh, "No, I, I'm not doing burpees." And I just shoveled it for two hours. Right. <laughs> it wasn't burpees; it was slurpees. And then someone else slurpees. responded that, "Oh, I thought I was going to Seven Eleven and get slurpees." Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's weak, everyone. Dad's What's I Up. Know. I want to see your slurpees. Uh, it's right. that snow's going to be there, by the way, for like the next eternity because it's so cold. There is plenty of snow out there for Slurpees. So I'm challenging everyone when this uh, when this podcast drops, Slurpees. I want to see them. Post right. it to our page. That's it. You know, so. one of the things that, that I like to do and help people with more than anything, I, I, I don't think the resolutions work at all. I mean, I'm pretty, I, I think you can probably get that from the way that I speak about Preach. them. But they, you know, but goals do work, right? So when we look at goals, there's the complete opposite of of resolutions resolutions are like a like a a hope and a dream it's not really much uh you know there's not much substance to it it's really just like a request a goal is something that you know we can really write down and say i'm going to work towards that and a date a goal is a resolution with a timeline right yeah kind of like that yeah a little bit you know it's 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 almost like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna lose weight you know i I have to get fit is like a resolution i'm gonna work out Right. It's it's not really a why or a how or any of that stuff. It's just it's just Do you associate resolution as a negative? Because I normally associate it with a negative. I'm gonna stop this or stop that, whereas a goal is something positive. Right. I, I never thought of it like that. I I just think that the resolution is like the poor man's you know, it's like the poor man's goal. Oh. You know what I mean? Like it it's like it's, it's a weak goal. It's, it's like it's like having intentions. It's like having intentions of really do. It's like considering setting a goal. You know, it's like there's nothing really more behind it other than you know I'm gonna you know I'm gonna eat. I have to eat better. I'm gonna eat better. You know, a goal is like I'm gonna eat better, and here's how, and here's here's how I'm gonna do it. Um, so when I work with goals, like I'll just say like write down a goal, and then write down five things that you have to do to get to that goal. Mm-hmm. Right. And then from each one of those, it's almost like diagramming a sentence. Like, here's my goal. That's the subject, you know, and here's what I have to do. Here's my verb. Uh, you know, here's what He's I have talking to do. dirty right now. Right. Diagramming <laughs> sentences. <over laughs> no, no, no. I told you I'm no prude. <laughs> uh, but, you know, and then from there, we've got our, our actions, what, things that we have to do mm-hmm. in order to get each step to the goal. So if I want to run a certain time in a marathon, here's the time I want to write. That's my goal. Right. You know, that's the the thing that I really, really want to do. I have a whole seminar that I do yeah. on this stuff, and it's good. I could probably video it and put it up on our page. Um, and if I want to run this time, 
here's what I'm going to have to do in order to run this time. I'm not even talking about running the schedule or, you know, the, the training that I'm going to have to do. Like I'm going to have to train. I have a schedule. So one of my goals is to hit a hundred percent of that schedule, right? It's kind of vague because I'm never going to hit a hundred percent of that. Uh, I know that, you know, I'm going to have to, my, but my goal is to hit 100% of everything that I have to do in order to run that time. Um, I know that if I put my time at a hundred percent, I'll probably hit 90% or 95% of everything, you know, like a bad day of weather comes in, I might miss a day of training here right. or there. So like that might, there's like hiccups that happen along the way. I might have to stop on the way home to pick up some food or something like that, you mm-hmm. know, for the family that cuts into training, whatever. I think that if I set my goal at 90% of the schedule, hit 90% of the schedule, I'd probably hit 85% of the schedule. So I know that like the 100% is perfection and it's just one of those things that you strive for, the knowing kind of that it's never really going to happen, but that's better to shoot for the 100% than anything else. And then from there, what do I need to do, right, to hit 100% of that schedule, right? I need to stay healthy, right? I need to... You know, how do I stay healthy? I need to eat well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I need to stretch. I need to strength train. I need to do all these things. So, like, these are all, they become, like, more than just that one thing that I need to do. It becomes, this is my game plan. Mm -hmm. This is how I'm going to do that. This is kind of, like, how I don't get into, I deserve that cheat meal or I deserve that reward that isn't really a reward. It kind of like, no, that's not going to get me to what I really, really want, which is usually, you know, the middle of the page, that big, huge number with stars and explosions going off around it because that's what I want, right? You know, figure out what you want and then figure out what you have to do to get there. And then from there, you know, there's usually four or five little spider legs that come off of each one of those individual things. You know, if I'm going to eat well, one of my things is, you know, if I'm going to stay healthy. I need to eat well. If I'm going to eat well, what do I really need to do? I need to, you know, I need to go grocery shopping. I need to make sure that I'm, you know, well prepared in all those things. I need to, um, you know, come up with new recipes or things ahead of time so I don't get bored with the same old shit. Um, you know, and, and really kind of put all these things together because I want that big goal, right? So they kind of become like little mini goals spaced out around uh, everything else. And, uh, you know, I would say the same thing for you, for you for Ironman. I mean, you're going to be training for three different disciplines. Like, how are you going to put it all together? How are you going to do all this stuff? You know, the goal, obviously, for you might not be to, you know, destroy Ironman, crush Ironman. You know, it's probably going to be to complete it more than anything. You know, you're going to do great. I know that. Um, you're Christine Conti. <laughs> but, you know, like, how am I going to train for the bike? How am I going right. to train for the run? How am I going to train for the swim? How am I going to fuel myself? How am right. I going to do all these things become little mini goals mm-hmm. all around it with the big tip of the pyramid at the top. Um, you know, so that's just kind of how I put things together. Um, you know, part of my training always has to do with my family, you know, like I can't neglect my family in the pursuit of this one goal like i just don't have going back to what i just said before i don't really have i don't want to do that um you know some people really do isolate themselves and say hey world i'll see you in several months i'm gonna go do this thing i you know i i I don't do that i try i have to make everything work you know in between i can't you know disregard my clients i get you know right you know not a professional in any way so you know, it's just the, the, when we look at those things. So if eating well is your goal, you know, what does that mean? What are we going to take? Where are we going with that? And what do we have to do in order to achieve that goal? Right. So I would say, give me your goal. Give me five things you have to do to achieve your goal. And then from there, I got something that we work with. And then we sit down and we look at five more things that we have to do maybe for each and every one of those little mini goals. And then from there, you've got the whole picture. It's a map. Well, and you know what is really important of your saying with that is that most of the time you can't do that alone. You need some sort of support. Now, you know, Brian and I both work with people and, and really try and sit down and say, what can we do? And we don't throw, you know, a huge, you know, laundry list of things that you have to do in order to be healthy and, and be more fit. It's really, like he said, it's, it's one thing at a time and take a little piece here and a little piece there. And eventually really big things start to happen. Um, and you're going to feel better. I mean, that's what, this is what we're talking about. It's about 
feeling better. Um, you know, again, it's kicking over the domino of maybe I ate a little bit better. Maybe I worked out a little bit more and now I feel a little bit better. And guess what? If you feel better, you know what's happening on your insides, your digestion and your organs and you're losing visceral fat and your mind. Oh my gosh. You're you maybe reach some more clarity. I mean, really your whole life will, and I hate to sound hokey here, but these little pieces really make a big difference in your life. Um, you know, and you may start to realize, Hey, you know what? I used to do this. I used to bar hop on, on Friday and Saturday nights. Maybe I want to do something different. Maybe I'm going to go out and I'm going to, I don't know, I'm going to go for a walk. Maybe I'm going to go to the beach. Maybe I'm going to go for a bike ride. Maybe I'm going to go on Friday night and take a, a fitness class and then come home and have dinner and relax. It, these changes add up over time. And just the whole idea of feeling better. Well, guess what? You're feeling better for a reason. You know what? Maybe your autoimmunes or whatever diseases or whatever it is, maybe it's prolonging that from attacking you. Maybe you're preventing another, you know, another outbreak of something or something else is, you know, in remission. Maybe just clearing your mind enough to yeah. get a good night's sleep. Sleep makes such a difference as well, which is a whole nother, you know, whole nother topic that, you know, we need to probably go off on at some point because that's, I know for me, sleep is key. Yeah, oh, key. absolutely. I wake up like a new person oh. when I get sleep. If I don't get sleep, you can ask my wife. I'm an asshole when I don't oh get sleep. <laughs> Forget hangry. <laughs> sleep, I'm, it's like, it's like I haven't had a, like I said, I haven't had a hangover in a very long time. But not if, sleep's not good. But if I don't sleep, I feel, I, uh, I have a similar, it has a similar effect on me. Uh, you know, I, I just don't feel right, you know, and, and it's just, it's, it's, uh, it makes me, makes me mean. <laughs> I'm a mean guy. Uh, you know, and, and like Christine said, Having somebody to have your back to do these things, whether it's a trainer or a health coach, like this is what I'm doing. Like that's what I talk, what I'm talking about now is are actually things that I do with my clients is to set them up for, for success by doing these things and taking the time to just say, you know, I'm not just going to throw it into the wind and let's see what happens. You know, really have a plan and, and really, you know, work towards the next bit of, you know, the next goal. You know, because once you get to those goals, then the new goals come and then it right. just keeps getting better and there's just progress upon progress and we can really build off those things. But having working with people, you know, like myself or, or Christine or anybody in your community. That's or, qualified. Or, that knows what they're talking about. Exactly. That's what that's I qualified. also have to say. Please or, yeah, or, take a look at who you're talking to because the advice out there, absolutely. even that I've gotten for Ironman has been like ludicrous sometimes. I'm like, so... So yeah. and and having the support of community and and things like that, uh, you know that that are really like I know that Christine, you know, just through, through her training, has people involved that she, you know she's involved in their life just because they go to her classes and they're you know following her on Facebook and it's it's a tribe, it's a community that you know that that is it, it's inspiring people and it's taking people further than they would go alone. And that's right? our plan. That's and, our goal in life, isn't yeah, it? We want to inspire people to do things they may not realize that they can do that's it that's what life's about super important picking each other up right if you're if you're sitting there and saying all right it's new year's i need i I need to make changes i know i need to make changes these are the changes that i know i have to make and these are all the things that i need and these are the things that i want uh i'm gonna do it all by myself good luck please don't be on i call it it's it's like christine island or brian island please don't be on the island by yourself you're not alone and reach, I mean, seriously, reach out to Brian or myself, reach out to, you know, anyone that you know that maybe absolutely can help you in any way. I help people, I health coach people around, around the country. Uh, you know, I have a couple people, you know, that are out of state and we could Skype and, you know, a couple times a month we can, mm-hmm. you know, regroup and, and connect and that's what I do. So, I mean, honestly, I, I love personal training. I love training in the gym. I love teaching classes. I love coaching runners. I love doing all that stuff. The stuff that I love to do the most is the most rewarding to me is the health coaching. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. I mean, it's just like you can really make progress just by kind of having, you know, accountability coach or health coach. You know, like what are we just doing just to get a little bit better, get a little bit better, get a little bit better and keep piling up, you know, today's. I always say pile up today's. Have a good day. And then tomorrow have another good day. And then look back after a week and have a pile of good days. Yeah. That's a good thing. Start with one healthy meal. That's it. One healthy meal. And then next week, maybe do two healthy recipes. (gasps) Michael made last night. I know you don't eat chicken, but did chicken. There's no butter, no any of this extra. Artichokes, onions, mushrooms, spices, 
chicken, like grilled, and quinoa on the side. He's going to open up a restaurant. Dude, I am like <laughs> dropping the mic here. This is, it's really, you know, kind of special to have that as well, but just to throw that out there. So, Brian, last words for today? Because that was a lot. That was a lot going on. It is a little mish, mix mash, uh, mishmash of, uh, of thoughts and ideas, but. That's how our brains work sometimes. <laughs> and this is the new year. We want to, again, everything we talked about today was all kind of, you know, going forward. We want you motivated. We want you in a positive mindset. And we want you to take baby steps because life is, a, you know, life is a journey. We got to enjoy the work. We got to enjoy the journey because we want to be here for a while, don't we? You can, you can have a life beyond your wildest dreams. Honestly, it's all out there and it's not coming from, move, you know, one step forward, two steps back to, you know, you really have to pursue it and have fun with it. It's amazing. Once you feel good, you don't want anything else. Right. That's the way I feel. I feel so good. I want to give it away to people. I'm like, you know, like this, and that's what I do. You know, like we just, you know, you, you feel so good. You got to share it. And it's about it's no pumping good each I, other up. Yeah. I'm all about this year. I'm like, that's it. Life is not a competition. It's not. The best feeling is when you can help other people. And, and bring them up and, you know, do what you can for them. And that's, I think that's what we're, we're trying to do. We want to get the word out of all these amazing people, amazing ideas that, that can help you guys. So let us know. We've got some, um, more amazing guests booked for this month. Totally. And I'm excited. Things are just, uh, things are starting to explode. So we're excited to uh, share that with you very soon. Um, but I guess this was like a yes, you can kind of podcast. It's like, just like, just get out there and seriously, do it. Seriously, Get off. I, the other day I was like. Did some live podcasts and I was like, um, it's a snow day. Get off your ass. You have no excuse. I am live mm-hmm. for an hour doing a workout for you and literally talking into my phone saying, yeah, I see you. Okay. You're posting. Okay. Get off the couch. I don't care if you're wearing a sports bra. No one sees you. I can't see you. Let's go. And then, you know, continue to try and motivate, but I, that's it. I Get told, up. I told my wife, I told my wife that I'm going to sign up for a spring marathon. I have no idea if I'm going or not, but I was feeling really good that day. And, uh, you know, I, the Philly uh, Marathon is in the rearview mirror. That was way back in November. It's 2018, 2000 and lean now. You going rogue with me in Boston? You could always jump in. and Never. I would and never do that. I got the I got the 340 stick to pace New Jersey. So if you want to just prance with me, then that's I, You fine. know what? I thought about that. I might, I might run so New fun. Jersey with a couple of people that are looking to um, qualify for Boston themselves. Um Boston, you have to qualify for you. I don't want to get, you know, if you, you got to get there, you got to get there. Everyone's got to make you earn the unicorn for sure. Um, I would never run Boston if I didn't qualify for it. And right now I don't have a qualifier or else I would have signed up for it. I just ran one for Philly and I'll be able to do it in 2019, Mm -hmm. but I don't have it. I didn't have a 2018 because I didn't run a marathon in 2000. Really? I ran 2016. You know, you know what it is? I had, uh, I had the surgery. And so when it came time, I had a hernia fixed. He showed in, me was vomited in, in February. And, uh, if I had not, you know, so I, I had to take some time off from that, but I'm all fixed, ready to rumble. <laughs> 2000 all right. and lean. All right, let's get out of here. Um, this is amazing. We will see you next week. My name is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are two fit crazies. And a microphone. We are where it's at. 2000 and lean. Peace.